Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with the author of our devotional, Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. I'm the senior leader at the Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, founder of the Ignite Network. Today's devotion reads, You will benefit from the sacrifice of fellowshipping with me. And here's what I heard the Lord say, The time you invest in fellowshipping with me may seem like a sacrifice on some days. And it may be difficult for you to transition from my presence into a world that is racing ahead with no regard for God or man. But know that during our times of fellowship, I am gracing you to deal with that racing world. Because you have set your heart on me, I am protecting you from the evil in the world's darkness. The time you invest in fellowshipping with me may be a sacrifice on some days, but when you sow to the Spirit... You reap many benefits, including everlasting life. (laughs) We are never too busy to spend time with God. Today's scripture references Luke 18, verse 1, Psalm 91, verse 4, and Galatians chapter 6, verse 8. And the prayer starter, oh, how I love your presence. I would sit in your presence all day if I could. Will you help me make the most of our time together? Will you help me to recognize the fruit of our fellowship and motivate my heart to put aside childish things? Of course, his answer is yes. Yes and amen. All of his promises are yes and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. We magnify your name. You are the one and true living God. You are the truth personified, Jesus. You are the truth. You are the way. You are the life. Your spirit is truth, grace, and peace. We give you praise this morning for who you are. There's just no other God like you. Lord, we want to know your heart. We want to know you more and more and more with increasing accuracy. We want to know your your spirit. We want to learn, God, of your emotions. We want to understand, as Moses did, your ways. We want to walk in your spirit, fellowship with your spirit, talk with your spirit, day in, day out, all the time and every moment, acknowledging you in all of our ways and then knowing firmly that you will direct our paths. You will order our steps. God, we praise you as our step orderer. God, 
you can order us around the enemy's plans, around the enemy's ambushes, around the sorrow and the grief that would come to our doorstep if it were not for our fellowship with you, our understanding your word, the renewing of our mind, the washing of the water with you, with your word. God, would you help us today, God, to praise you with everything in us, to worship you with all abandon, to sacrifice everything we are, to get up on that altar and say, Lord, consume me with a burning fire, consume me with your love, consume me with your presence that I might never be the same again. God, will you help us today to rise up, to rise up and take a stand against the distractions, the things, the little foxes, the enemy forces that come to distract us from your heart. God, you have the preeminence, Jesus. You are first place, God. Oh, if there be anything different in our mind, if there be any different priority in our life, God, would you shine a light upon us so that the darkness would tremble, so that the darkness would be exposed and have to flee in your presence, God. We want more of you, Jesus. We want more of you, God. We want more of you, Father. We want more of your spirit. We want more of your grace, God. We want more of your truth, even if it hurts, even if it's a hard truth, even if it's the hard sayings, even if it's the harsh realities of where we are compared to where we should be, God, we want to go further. We don't want to lack and slack behind. We don't want to be lazy and lackadaisical in the spirit. We don't want to be over busy and under fruitful. God, we want to see more of your works in our life, more of your grace in our life, more, 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 more intimacy, more in-depth discussions with your heart. God, would you help us today to lay aside the distractions, to lay aside those things that really aren't that important. Help us, Lord, to reprioritize our life, to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that everything else we need might be added unto us, that everything else we need would come without all the hard toil and the gritty effort. I thank you, Lord, that you've called us to work. You've called us to press in. You've called us to put our hand to the plow. You've called us to do the greater works. You've called us to, yes, we got to sweat sometimes, but you've not called us to do these things in exchange for the time spent with you in your presence that empowers us. Oh, God, help us realize that when we're in your presence, that's what's empowering us to do the gritty work. That's what's empowering us to do the hard labor in the kingdom, to see souls saved. In your presence, there is strength. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. In your presence, there is a refreshing of our souls. Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest for your souls. God. God, help us today to face the truth. Can you handle the truth? Can you accept the truth? Can you receive the truth that maybe, just maybe, oh, just maybe your priorities are a little skewed. Maybe you like spending time with people more than you like spending time with God. Maybe you're spending too much time at work in the rat race trying to climb the corporate ladder when you should be ascending, 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 ascending. 
descending, ascending, ascending the ladder toward heaven, the ladder to his presence, the ladder to the higher place, the ladder to the secret place. God, help us in this moment, in this time, in this season, God, to realign ourselves with your heart, to be willing to face the hard truths about how we spend our time, ah, about how we spend our money. Oh, God, some of us have to have the latest, greatest video game, the latest, greatest vehicle, the latest, greatest shoes, the latest, greatest Adidas, whatever, the latest, greatest, the latest, greatest, the latest, greatest. And so we labor for mammon to purchase what our flesh, flesh, what our flesh lusts after. And we wonder why we're not prospering. We wonder why we're not seeing financial breakthrough. We wonder why we're in debt. We wonder why we can only pay the interest on the credit card and nothing more. We wonder why we can never get enough money to buy that dream home. We wonder why. We wonder why. We wonder why. When you've told us to sow into your kingdom and we ignored you. We sowed into Nike. Ah, we sowed into Chick-fil-A. We sowed into AMC. We sowed into Honda and Toyota because we like the flashy, shite, briny, bright, shiny object. Help us, Lord, to put our priorities in place financially. Can you handle the truth? Help us, Lord, to stop wasting money on insignificant, non-eternal things that make no difference in their fleeting pleasures even now. The new car you just had to have, you got all kind of McDonald's trash bags in the back and it's got spills and stains all over it because you're not taking care of that which you had to have so bad that you are willing to sacrifice something else you really needed. Ah... Can you handle the truth? Can you handle the truth about your harsh spirit? Can you handle the truth about how you treat other people? Treat others the way you would have them treat you. For this is the golden rule. This is what Jesus said. He said, treat others the way you would like to be treated. How are we treating others, God? Help us to walk in the spirit, God. Help us to manifest the fruit of the spirit, God. For love is patient and love is kind. It's gentle. Love, 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 love. It keeps no record of a wrong. God, help us to walk in a forgiving, forbearing spirit with one another, that we would not be so quick to clap back at every little thing that irritates our flesh, but we would put our flesh up on the cross, that we would put our flesh under, that we would crucify it and mortify it and walk in love. God, would you help us today to face the hard truths about ourselves, not unto condemnation. I break the spirit of condemnation. I push back that voice of condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. God, I thank you that you are not standing as condemner, but you are standing as convictor and you are standing in a place saying, come up higher. Let your flesh die just a little more. Come on and decrease that Jesus might increase in your life. Come on, decrease that my word might increase in your life. Come on, decrease so that my blessings might manifest in greater measure in your life. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Can you handle the truth? Oh, God, help us to see whatever truth we need to see. Lord, we need to see the truth about you and your love for us. God, can we handle that truth? Or has religion robbed us of the reality of your undying love, the love that died for us, an undying love that died for us? Can we handle that truth? Can we handle that truth? Can we handle that truth? Can we receive it? Ah, religion has robbed from us 
religion has painted you in a certain way in a certain light religion has darkened your 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 reputation religion has blamed you for all kinds of sacrifice for all kinds of devastating circumstances religion even insurance companies call hurricanes an act of God it's not an act of God yeah Lord help us to stop blaming you for things you have not done and help us to receive the truth can we handle the truth about who God is he is sovereign he is holy he is for us not against us help us Lord to receive that truth help us Lord to trumpet that truth help us Lord to let that truth just help us just to stew in it so many of us God forgive us because we're stewing in our own juices we're stewing in our own resentment we're stewing in our own forgive unforgiveness we're stewing in our own sickness we're stewing in our own unbelief we're stewing we're stewing we're stewing we're stewing we're stewing in the lies of the enemy we're stewing we're stewing we're stewing we're being marinated in deception we're stewing we're stewing we're stewing we've been hearers of the word and not doers and so we we've deceived ourselves about who you are and what your goal and your plan and your purpose for our life is God would you help us today can you handle the truth ah can you handle the truth can you handle the truth can you handle ah, can you handle being blessed beyond measure can you handle it God is wanting to pour out his spirit in such a great way he's wanted to bring such personal revival to your life can you handle it can you contain the blessings it's okay if there's so much overflow that you can't contain and you have to call over other people hey I can't contain this blessing like Peter and John when they went fishing and they didn't catch anything and it was morning time and they had caught nothing didn't have the right strategy they didn't have the right uh, they didn't have the right alignment and Jesus comes along and says throw your net out on the other side and Peter said rabbi I've been teaching I've been I've been I've been fishing all night long I, I, I'm the fisherman here you're the carpenter uh, I don't know what makes you think that you would know more about fishing than me I didn't really say that but that was probably the supposition of his heart and Jesus said, nevertheless at your word I will throw the net on the other side and they came into such a great catch that they had to call their partners over to haul in the harvest father help us today help us today help us today to be able to receive the measure of blessing that you have in our lives and the overflow that you're pouring out over us help us Lord to bring in others who need to understand your goodness to help to capture the harvest help us Lord we want to be able to receive your blessing where we need to be able to receive your correction we need to be able to receive the, the, the some of you I just see it's just such a small adjustment my God and you wonder why you've not seen certain blessings certain prayer answers and the enemy has you thinking it's some big deal and it's gonna be 5 10 15 years you may never see the promise but that's a lie can you receive the truth can you handle the truth that is a lie the devil is lying to you your breakthrough is closer than you think that it is it's closer than you think can you handle the truth can you receive the truth some of you are so weary you're like ah yeah whatever I've heard it before look I've been there I've been there where people tell me it's going to get better mm-hmm sure right I've, I've heard this for the last two years it's going to get better mm-hmm how come it keeps getting worse and it's going to get better oh sure and you become skeptical and you become cynical and you don't want to hear one more person tell you that it's going to get better and so when I just told you you're closer to your breakthrough than you think you got uh, yeah sure uh-huh and you wanted to slap me because you don't want to hear it anymore I get it 
everybody has situations in their life where they've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting on God and it seems to get worse instead of better and every time you have a chance to rest everything blows up in your face and it's a big drama this was your only time to rest but here we go pow let's just stick the shakata some of you you just had enough money saved up and you were just about to break through you're just about to put that big down payment on the house you were just about to pay off that big bill and pow here comes the devil here comes some drama here comes some turmoil here comes an attack against your finances and you're da back down to below zero if people keep telling you it's gonna get better but I'm here to tell you today beloved that it will get better sometimes that hope is a hard truth to receive can you handle the truth sometimes hope is hard to receive sometimes hopeful statements are hard to receive because you've grown weary because hope deferred makes the heart sick and you don't want to hear anybody tell you how it's going to turn around anymore because you're tired of hearing it because you heard it and you believed it and you believed it and you believed it and you believed it until you couldn't believe it anymore but God is still faithful God is still good he is still the God of hope and your faith is the substance of things that you are hoping for so you cannot let go of hope you must continue to hope where hope seems not to be present the enemy has shed his darkness where there should be light can you handle the truth can you handle the truth can you handle it can you handle the truth can you handle the truth about how much God loves you can you handle the truth about how much God wants to prosper you can you handle the truth or has religion robbed you have you taken a vow of poverty have you accepted your financial condition because grandmama was poor and mama was poor and all my family is poor so I'm always gonna be poor so I'm never gonna sow a breakthrough seed I'm never gonna tithe because I can't live on what I have much less 90% of what I have beloved the devil is robbing from you he's keeping you in poverty he's keeping you in destitution he's keeping your family uneducated because they can't afford college he's keeping you oppressed because you're believing a lie can you handle the truth can you handle the truth can you handle the truth ah I show koto father the name of Jesus help us today help us Lord today to receive whatever truth in our lives that is going to set us free because we're all believing some measure of a lie we're all believing something just a little wrong we're all seeing you perhaps in a way that you're not fully revealed in your glory help us Lord today to receive the truth whether it's a hard truth or an easy truth or a harsh reality or a pleasant reality God whatever it is we need to see that we're not seeing God we want to see it whatever it is that we're not seeing that we need to see God we want to see it whatever it is that we are not seeing God we want to see it open the eyes of our heart God help us Lord to focus in on the truth in this season that will propel us to a higher level if we need to fast if we need to sow if we need to cut off some certain kind of relationship if we need to hire more people in our business and and and, and the risk of the financial uh, extension has uh, scared us and caused us to shrink back from expansion Lord, whatever that you want to put your finger on in this season we want you to put your finger on it God because we know that when you put your finger on a thing it will change 
when you show us what we couldn't see before when you show us what we previously could not discern when you make clear to us what was unclear to us in past seasons you are setting us up for breakthrough Jesus said it's the truth that sets you free it's the truth that you know beloved and it's the truth that you walk in how many of you know that you can know something but you don't really know it because if I told you God is good all of you would say amen but as soon as a trial hits your household the temptation comes to question God to get mad at God as soon as some disaster strikes you you're asking Lord where are you when he's already told us in his word I will never leave you or forsake you even to the end of the age but yet when he seems to be distant when we can't feel his presence God where are you when we get sick in our bodies we question can God really heal us these things my beloved must not be so help us Lord to press in to the truth not just mentally ascend to it not just amen Jesus love me this I know for the Bible tells me so okay I understand that I know that God loves me but do I really know it Paul said he spoke of a love that we didn't know just by a, 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 a head knowledge but an experiential love greater love have no man than this that he would lay his life down for a friend Lord help us to experience your heart help us to taste and see that you're good help us Lord to discern your love toward us God help us Lord to really get it help us Lord to lay aside all the, the the wrong teaching the erroneous doctrines that have propagated through churches and even our own misunderstanding of Scripture father help us Lord to see things rightly help us Lord to see the truth and to walk in the truth whatever it costs can you handle the truth for some Christians the truth is too costly because you know what one of the truths is is there there's there's suffering did you know that there's suffering there's an apostolic travail there's suffering Peter said if you suffer for the sake of, you know it was better that you suffer for doing good than for doing evil Paul the Apostle spoke of the sufferings the fellowship of sufferings of Christ beloved the more we die to self the more we can release the life of Christ the more we die to our selfish ambitions the more we die to the comfort of this world the more we die to the needs and wants the selfish desires of our soul the more of Christ's life we can release so father help us to <laughs> prepare our hearts to handle the truth that you want to show us in this next season knowing that everything you do is motivated by love even your conviction even your discipline is motivated by love because you are love and you can't do anything but love help us Lord to embrace every expression of love that comes from your heart help us Lord to be ready willing and able to see the truth that sets us free and to keep walking in the truth the saddest thing is when someone sees the truth and they walk in it for a week or two and then they decide or they default to flesh the Bible talks about a dog returning to his own vomit beloved when the Lord shows you whatever truth listen it might be a strategy it might be a business strategy but if you don't walk it out you won't see the fruit of it God can give you a great business strategy but if you don't execute the thing you're not gonna see the increase from it 
God can give you a strategy for turning around your marriage, but if you don't put some work into it, (laughs) you know, the scripture says the truth that sets you free. I think oftentimes it's truth combined with a little work and self-discipline. We can receive a truth and we get to church and we're like, aha, yes, hallelujah, amen, glory. And then by Wednesday, we're already back in the old pattern of destruction, the old pattern of waste, the old pattern of whatever it is that keeps us from his highest blessing. Father, help us, Lord. Can you handle the truth? Help us, Lord, to receive the truth that we need in this season to glorify you at a greater measure. Because it's all about you. It's not even about us. It's not even about the blessings. It's not even about the increase. That's a given. When we follow you, that's a given. And all of our journeys and all of our pathways look different, God. But it all leads to you and everything comes from you. So help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to prioritize our life. Help us, Lord, to prioritize every aspect of our life. First and foremost, you are. First and foremost, you are. First and foremost, you are first and foremost. Seek ye first the kingdom. God, help us to get you first. Help us to put you first, God. Not our husband, not our wife, not our job, not our children, not our friend, but you. Help us, Lord, to put you first, God. Help us, Lord, to look at our finances and put you first there, too. (laughs) That's going to challenge somebody today. Help us, Lord, to look at our finances and put you first there, too. God doesn't want you. How do I say this without offending somebody? We often give God our leftovers instead of giving him our first fruits. Yesterday in our church in Awakening House of Prayer, in our PM service, you can go watch it. It's ahop.online. We got into such a deep place of worship that I just did not feel to shift into the word I could have. And I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he said, have a good old fashioned Pentecostal testimony service. And this one young man, he's a senior in high school, he gave a testimony the week before we sowed destiny seeds. Listen to me. The week before we sowed destiny seeds, this man is a star in his football team in high school, but one of his spiritual leaders some years ago when he was a sophomore told him he needed to quit that football because it was getting in the way. Thankfully, his mother, and they left that church. It was controlling, I suppose, and they he continued in the football. And he's leading the uh, fellow Christian fellowship of Christian athletes at his high school. We made a call for destiny seats. And this young man only had $20 in his pocket. He doesn't work. I don't know how he gets his money. His mother probably gives it to him. He had $20 in his pocket. He goes, well, I'm just going to sow the whole thing. A destiny seed, a destiny seed. And he came and he sowed the seed. He put God first. He didn't give, he didn't give God a tip. He didn't say, Hey brother, can you give me change? I want, you know, I, I need 19 back. I need 15 back. He said, I believe I have a destiny and that football is part of my destiny, but I can't pay for college. I missed out on all the scouts and the recruiting because of all of this drama from this abusive church. And he said, I'm just going to sow it all. This was last week. (laughs) He sowed it all. To him, that was everything. Guess what happened? A recruiter from Dartmouth College, one of the Ivy League schools, reached out to him and gave him a full football scholarship. This young man will go to one of the finest schools in this nation full ride. Maybe, just maybe, he'll end up being a professional football player and be able to take care of his family because he sowed a destiny seed. Can you imagine? 
He sowed a destiny seed. He said, I believe God and I believe I have a destiny. And he believed and he sowed that seed because he put God first. I want to challenge some of you today to do the same thing, to sow a destiny seed. Sow a destiny seed. Sow a destiny seed. Let the truth set you free. Some of you have been holding back on studying a certain career path because you didn't think you could get into that college or you've been holding back in something in your career, whatever it is, because someone told you you can't. Like they told the young man, you can't, don't do this. Some of you sat under a, a leader who was abusive and, and just tried to derail your destiny. But somehow God preserved you, but you've not advanced into it yet. I want you to sow a destiny seed today. Put God first. And for those of you who have been giving God your leftovers, look, God's not mad at you, but you need to get that in, you need to get that in line. You need to give him the first fruits, not the leftovers. Please, I'm saying this to help you. Go, don't go to your church and short shift the anointing. But I want you to sow a destiny seed today because that young man's testimony will ring in my heart forever because that happened in my church. It was one of the greatest financial testimonies I've ever seen. A full scholarship to an Ivy League college because they came out of abuse and sowed a seed and kept, kept falling. It's just crazy. Hallelujah. God is good. If you want to sow today, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can go watch that testimony at ahop.online. It's in the PM service. Go watch it for yourself. He tells it better than I do. I also know part of the backstory. Ahop.online is there. You can go watch it. But so today, so a destiny seed, jenniferleclair.org slash give. jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can become a partner there. You can sow a one-time seed there. If you become a partner, you get the monthly partner resource as a gift to you. jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can also use PayPal, paypal.me slash jenniferleclair. I'm going to pray in a minute. jenniferleclair.org slash Give paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Cash app dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Cash app dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Text to give 754 Text the word pray. 754 Text the word pray. You can also just send a check or money order to the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. So with faith. So with faith, not because I said so, but because God is leading you to. This young man gave everything that was in his pocket. His family is not well off. He would not have been able to go to an Ivy League college. I don't even know how he would have. He probably would have had to get all kind of student loans. But now he has a chance at the NFL. Can you imagine? I want to pray, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for this destiny seed. I thank you that you always show yourself to be true. Let God be true and every man a liar. God, we will handle the truth, whatever truth you want to show us about our finances, about our destiny. We won't be afraid. We won't shrink back, but we'll go full bore, giving all to you. God, I ask you to multiply this seed back to the givers in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for destinies manifesting, opportunities opening, delayed opportunities Catching back up with your people in Jesus' name. I lift up all of the Awakening House of Prayer, church leaders around the world, the Awakening Blaze intercessors, my Ignite Network members, all the churches that are aligned with me, all of my givers, my donors, my staff, my volunteers, all of my vendors that I work with to do the work of the ministry, to bring the technology and all these things. I lift them up to you in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 